Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my vlog, where it's my mission and simultaneous pleasure to talk about my creative journey in hopes of inspiring you, giving you a specific takeaway, and so forth. Now, before I dive into things, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that way you get all the various content and lessons that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It means a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So, as far as what I'm going to talk about here, I'm going to, not a lot, like, in terms of results happen, right? It's kind of one of those things, like, if you look at a checklist, not much got done, but to get that one thing done, it took hours to get it done. So, primarily, you know, what I've been working on is this short film, which is really a proof of concept for a feature film that I aim to do. And as part of that, there's, you know, that's the biggest thing is this short film to showcase kind of what it is. Uh, there's also the pitch deck. Uh, there's uh, the, the website and kind of other stuff, right? Just anything that someone might be interested in or, or whatnot to see as part of it. The script certainly is a big part of it and so forth. Now, the primary thing that, uh, you know, all these things kind of still need to be finished. Uh, I talk about this every single week, but, um, you know, they're, they're moving well along. The biggest thing that requires my attention in, move, in terms of moving it along is the proof of concept. We're, we're very close. We had a good, uh, that is my dog, Chloe. Um, apologies for that. Um, but... So we're very close, and I keep kind of saying that every single week. And it always gets extended and things like that, but, but we are moving closer and closer. And I'm excited because we had a great meeting, and now kind of it's, it's about implementing the, the various notes. And so we had a very good creative meeting about how to, you know, because what was there is great. But now it's about taking what's there and, and kind of just getting it through that final level to elevate it to be as good as it can be. And it, it was myself, Thomas, the, the visual artist, the, the VFX artist, as well as Jonathan Moulton, who's my friend and, um, and has kind of been shepherding this along with me and has been coming in uh, doing some of the 3D modeling stuff and so forth because there's... There's a lot of 3D modeling, actually. Um, and yeah, the, the, the meeting was kind of good. I can't get into specifics because A, that would kind of spoil the movie a little bit. Um, and B, I don't want to talk about it until it is finished. But needless to say, uh, you know, it's great. Like, that's why I love having meetings that are of a creative nature because you come that much faster to solutions rather than me taking you know, however meticulous notes I can, uh, at the end of the day, it's not enough. Um, you know, it, it's going to be that much better if we can bounce ideas off of each other. And in fact, you know, there was this one thing that we were talking about and I kind of initially had this, this note, but as we were talking, we were like, well, what if we did it this way and it connected to this? And then it, you know, kind of, uh, you know, hinted at this and it was like, oh yeah, that, th yeah, that's, that's totally, Perfect, let's do that. And so that, those are the conversations I like having. Unfortunately, I had to, um, you know, part of 
not with the VFX, but some other stuff just in, in life in general, I had to have more basic conversations that weren't of a creative nature. And, you know, with the various friends that I've been talking with, I'm like, you know, I never, if someone calls me, you know, whether an actor, you know, if I had a cinematographer, um, you know, the VFX guys, whoever, you know, in my life, uh, John Comerford, uh, who's helping revise the script, like any of these people, if they called me and wanted to work through a creative solution uh, or a problem rather to get to a creative solution, then, then I'm all in. But uh, th- there's certain things that you work on that, uh, that's some, that, that are just a grind, right? And sometimes it's no one's fault. Other times it's like, okay, why are you not getting this type of thing? And um, that can be frustrating. And, and I get that. And sometimes, you know, some of those things are unavoidable. Other times they are not avoidable. Um, and you just kind of have to trudge through them as best as you can. But uh, needless to say, yeah, uh, doing the VFX was, was really fun, you know. And, you know, now with Jonathan, we're creating some really cool 3D models. And uh, for me, it's exciting to learn that aspect of it. Um, you know, I don't have the, the programs like Maya and so forth, Unreal Engine, to, not that I couldn't get them, but, you know, it's not worth it right now. Plus, I don't know them. But what's fun is I learned that you can import 3D objects into Photoshop. And so, you know, the things that Jonathan creates, I can view in, in Photoshop and kind of go around and so forth. So, so that's fun, right? Um, and I can kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, check his work and, and make sure that, you know, we're on the, on the same page. In fact, today I kind of gave him notes. And, you know, what, what, what the biggest thing that keeps getting reiterated is you can be as specific as you can with notes and, and the way you word things but when you give a it's, it's that cliche a picture is worth a thousand words and so what what what's really to my advantage is my ability to reference all kinds of entertainment so you know i can reference like a movie like under the skin uh which is you know uh for a certain for certain cinephiles, right, um, very well-known film, but the mainstream audience is never going to know what it is, let alone watch it, uh, to, like, a Doja Cat music video. And, you know, I those are two examples that I utilized in terms of conveying what I needed to for for this. And so once they see it, they're like, okay, I get it, right? Or at, at the very least, it sparks a conversation of, of them, like, oh, okay, I know what you're going for. What, what if we kind of tweaked it this way and X, Y, and Z? And it's like, okay, cool. Let's do that, right? And so, uh, you know, whenever possible, always, whether it's even just a picture, if you can do a picture, um, there's been times, you know, there's a couple of things in terms of what we need to create. And you see this on a lot of behind-the-scenes featurettes where, They'll use, like, let's say, if it's a highway chase, they'll use toy cars to kind of simulate things and so forth. And so, for me, there's a couple of things like that where I literally just get my phone, right, my phone, and uh, put some action figures down and, and even, like, random, you know, objects, like, uh, let's say this, like, this little pouch, and I'll place it down and be like, okay, that pouch is the table, this is the person, blah, 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 and I'll walk them through the scene of how things should look. And it's very, you know, rudimentary in that way and, and silly when really kind of looked at. But 
nonetheless, it conveys the message certainly way better than writing it out. And that's how we've been, especially in this final juncture, been communicating those notes to make sure that things look the way that I envision them in my mind, right? So, um, so there's that aspect. The other thing, you know, the next couple of things are less of like what I'm doing, more about what I'm thinking about, okay? And, you know, for me, one of the things that I've been thinking about is this idea of organic filmmaking versus meticulous filmmaking. And, you know, with my first movie, it was much more an organic process, meaning very much part of the mantra of what I was trying to create was, uh, was this idea that we'll just embrace the mistakes that come. And that worked for that movie, right? That was very much part of the movie's DNA. Whereas this movie that I'm work- working on, or hopefully will work on, it, you know, as far as a feature film, is much more ridiculous. Things have to be worked out. And, you know, interestingly enough, it's not that it's not my strength. It, it's, um, but for me in that sense, it, after a certain point, once you work out the problems and get to the solutions in your head, then it becomes an exercise in execution versus play, right? And that aspect of it, I don't necessarily enjoy, but I know the final product, like in order to have what, you know, in order to convey and and get what I have in my head onto the screen, that's the way it has to work. Um, And, you know, it's not to say one's better than the other. Um, It's just kind of interesting to me to kind of think about organic filmmaking versus very meticulous um, version of that. In a way, it's kind of like, I, I almost, you know, I've been thinking about this in terms of books as well, right? I've, I've written a novel, meaning a fiction, and I've, I've written one nonfiction and I'm working on, you know, new, um, and both, right? And, you know, it's also kind of funny because like Tim Ferriss was talking about this with Stephen Pressfield, like when you're writing a nonfiction, you have to, the goal is to make sure everything's clear, to the audience, and for you, there's not really any surprises. Whereas with a work of fiction, can be a novel, can be a movie, and it, it can be a song, perhaps. Uh, you know, it it there's surprises along the way. Whereas with you know anything kind of doing with nonfiction, there's not that element of surprise because you're you're trying to convey, um, you know, those facts in the clear, concise way, and you know. You go through ebbs and flows, right? I mean, certainly even with like a fiction book, when you're in the revision phase, a lot of it can be more meticulous, right? Where the creativity kind of part of it is over and now you're you're making sure that you have proper commas and where they need to go and yada, yada, yada. And so there's an aspect of creativity if you wish to see it, but it's not like the tr- the, the, the creativity that jumps to mind initially, right, of what, what we consider creative acts. Um, and I think it's just kind of like an aspect of, of creativity that we all have to embrace. And I, I think it's something that we too often are like, well, I, I only want to be creative. I only want to be creative. Well, at the end of the day, we have to do a certain amount of uh, of this I don't know, for lack of a better word, monotonous stuff, because that's, that's also part of the process, right? 
You know, you're never going to just be able to write a novel and never have to revise it. Even if you have a wonderful editor to help you out with that, you know, for me, I get very curious. So whenever someone does revise my work, I, I comb through it to see like what are the changes they made so that way I can become a better writer and then as time goes by, save them the hassle, you know, and, and they could put their mind, you know, into, into, you know, rather than worrying about commas and periods and I don't know, just, I'm, I'm just being kind of overly facetious with it. They can, they can work on the more of the macro of like, is the pacing right? Is this, uh, you know, is the character motivation off at any certain points and so forth, right? But if they're spending time so on, on so many micro issues, they can't focus on the macro. And ultimately, that's, you know, what I would love for them to do. As much as obviously they help with the specifics. You know, that's why, that, that's why I have them. Uh, so yeah, it's just kind of interesting to me that, that differentiation um, of the meticulous versus kind of organic um, aspect of it. And very much so, I don't think I completed this thought, but um, just to put a button on it, very much so right now I'm in the very meticulous phase, you know, of kind of everything where uh, it's a, a more of a manager than a maker, meaning, meaning uh, I'm not in the creative elements as much because um, I have to kind of make sure everything's moving in parallel to each other, right? The script, um, you know, that is more about the revision and, and meeting deadlines in terms of what I'm responsible for than anything um, and so forth, right? And so creativity is involved, but it's not, you know, it's not the driving force of the things that I'm working on at the moment, right? And so... Yeah, in that sense, I think if I'm being honest, there's a certain aspect like, you know, that I miss, you know, I'm, but I know it's part of the process. And, you know, I almost kind of jokingly, well, not jokingly, I, I've been also just, you know, during walks, let's say with my dog or, you know, when I wake up for like 10 minutes in, in bed, I'll kind of think about, you know, a new story idea that, that, that I've been kind of pondering and be like, oh, okay, you know, and, and almost like starting to outline it. And you know, I try to hold myself back because I don't want to take on another project. You know, I've got plenty of stuff that still needs to get done. Certainly this is just even this one film would be like a huge undertaking in and of itself, let alone the other stuff that I've got going on. And so, you know, you know, but, but if an idea comes, I'm not going to not kind of write it down and, and so forth. Um, but yeah, you know, beyond that, as far as what the point is, I don't know. It's just something I've been thinking about. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at with things, you know, overall. Not uh, the, the, Well, I guess I should say this. The, the thing that came to mind today was to have a virtual premiere for uh, the proof of concept. So as of now, if all things go well, then end of March, you know, uh, however we can do it, you know, we'll premiere on, let's say, YouTube um, and everyone will kind of be part of a Zoom call where everyone's going to watch it at the same time. And then afterwards, um, you know, there's a, there's a Q&A, right? And then I get to do and so forth. And so I th- I'm thinking about that right now. I've put out a poll of like when the best time would be, which I think overall is probably going to be on the weekend. But, you know, in that sense, I want to know, is it, is it Friday night? Is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? You know, what time of day? Is it like brunch time? Is it afternoon? Is it evening time? And it's my, I think like Saturday brunch time as of now seems to be the consensus, but it's early yet. 
Um, you know, so in that regard, you can let me know in the comment section, you know, what time frame works best for you. And I would, you know, I'll send out more details as this develops. But, but I thought it'd be fun to really premiere it that way. You know, not just like, hey, go check out my thing, but you know, let's watch it together. And then afterwards, we'll do a cast Q and A type of thing, and you know, just just make it a little bit more special for you know the fans and the people that worked on it, right? So that's what I've been kind of thinking about and working towards. Anyway, that's um, that's what I've got going on. Thank you for joining me. I hope this was beneficial to you. As always, you can ask questions or offer up opinions of your own, whether down in the comments section, hit me up on social media at Phil Svitek. I would love to converse with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and hope to see you next time.